Kink. Hello, everybody. My name is Nisi, and this is Big Black Girl, Small Kink World, a podcast where I introduce you to my strangest and most amazing experiences through my kink journey. Some of the experiences will be mildly uncomfortable for you. Some will be mildly arousing. All will be, at least I think, interesting. So we're doing a little intro episode. So I can give you a few, you know, of the ground rules. Very important in kink, by the way. And, you know, just a few, just a little bit of an idea of how everything is going to run in this podcast. Um, Let's start off with me um, and what I'm all about. My name is Nisi, as I mentioned before. I have a fet life and I am currently trying to, you know, live the American dream and be the slut I've always wanted to be. Um, <laughs> that's my version of the American dream. I know the other is like, live long and prosper or some shit. Um, but <laughs> here in this, in this American dream, we're all just trying to get off, you know, and have a good time and explore our crazy brains and, and why they're crazy. You know, right now I'm in a stretchy lingerie dress and I'm on cam in a random chat room, just hanging out. What are you doing on a Saturday night? (laughs) Anyway, um, so we have 30 minutes. I'm just going to dive in really quickly to the things that I'm into, what we're all going to be talking about. And then we're probably going to go over like some safety issue stuff and some insecurities, just some things to give you an an idea of what I'm looking for on my journey and what you will likely be seeing. So let's get to it. Um, I'm 31. I'm single. Okay. Single as a Pringle, ready to mingle. You know, it's weird. That's a weird thing because Pringles aren't actually single. Like they're literally like all stacked together with all their friends and loved ones. Anyway, I'm on the West Coast and I do feel like that's important to note because, you know, every geographical area has its differences. And I feel like the West Coast is, is, it's a little bit more, it's a little difficult for black people in kink. It's a little difficult for big girls in kink, you know, so being black and a big girl, it's like, it's a whole different experience. So it's important to note. And, you know, this podcast is going to be about my experiences, um, about things I want to try, about things I have tried, any questions that you guys have, and just in general, like the things that I'm learning and the things that I'm interested in, you know, on my journey. And and it's not all about me getting off, obviously. It's also just things that I've thought about and things that, you know, I may consider. It's not always going to be a happy time. <laughs> to discuss, you know, things like some experiences are not going to go well. Sometimes you don't hit it off with the people that you're doing things with, or sometimes you're in the middle of doing things and the person does something that disappoints you. I will be as transparent as you guys want me to be. 
Um, or just as transparent as I want to be, you know, um, we're just gonna, we're just gonna dive in together and <laughs> feel free to not listen if it gets a little crazy. Um, let's, let's go into my kinks. Um, we'll head over to my fet life very quickly just to give you an idea of what I'm interested in. Um, <clears throat> fet life is kind of the, 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 beginner door into, um, the kink community, any kink community in any, any given area, right? Like you get a fet life, then you get to meet, you know, you get to, you know, add your fetishes and see what people are into and see what you're into and, you know, what other people are into that. And that's pretty cool. And then, you know, you can, you can, you know, update your profile, you add pictures and videos. It's a really cool place. It's kind of like Facebook, but for people with fetishes and freaks, it's great. So let's look at my fetish list here. I have being manhandled. I have like a ton of things being whispered to me because that's hot or being yelled at me, you know, cause that's hot. I'm into like a lot of rough, a rough sex. I'm into breath play. I'm into impact play. I'm into oral sex, anal sex, all kinds of things. Basically sex sex, you know. I'm into orgasms and like the harder the orgasm, the better. I also can come um, like on command. So, you know, perfect for submissive, my, my submissive nature. I can have multiple orgasms. I'm into mutual m- masturbation. I'm really into like like oral on all on all fronts. Um I'm really into, you know, having my 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 breasts played with. And that's a huge deal because um one of the things I do want to go over when I hit insecurities is that I'm a big girl, but I'm 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 curvy. I'm I'm shaped in a way that's more acceptable than, you know, at least in this area than it is in others. So that's important to note. Um I really enjoy um I mean, my big thing is like being subversient to somebody. Like I'm very into that. So a subservient, subversive, you know what? Words, sub subservient, I think, but whatever. I'm really into being submissive. I'm into somebody telling me what to do, but I, I'm into that with somebody that I trust and not somebody that is just off the street telling me what to do. You know, I'm a very independent woman by nature. I'm very um, dominant and maybe a little domineering, you know. So I, it takes a strong man to, like a strong-willed person to really, like, bend me to their will. So that's what is interesting. I'm also into, like, sadism. Not really, like, a hardcore sadist that doesn't give a fuck about anything, but definitely, you know, definitely a, a sarcastic, a funny sadist, you know, somebody who has a heart but enjoys watching others, like, in, in insisting that others suffer. I, I don't know why that's, guys, I don't know why that's, why that's a thing. Um, I'm into gangbangs, lots of group stuff. So I have a, a love ton of kinks, a ton of fantasies that I want to explore, a ton of space there. So we will definitely be going into those things. I was thinking maybe, you know, every episode we'll go over a couple things that I've done um, and, and my experiences within that space. Um, for example, my first anal experience was amazing. And he really set the bar a little bit too high for anyone else who decided to, at some point, fuck my ass. Because he really knew what he was doing. I think it was like, I don't know, 
to be fair, I had been hooking up with this guy, you know, well, he just came to fuck my mouth. It was like a year. We would like, you know, he'd come over at lunchtime or right after work and he'd fuck my mouth, come in my mouth around my tits, around my face, and then he'd leave. And that was interesting. I was really into that. I thought that was so great. And then one day he was just like, you know what? We're going to fuck. And I was like, you know what? I'm fine with that. And uh, I think he told me, like, it was, like, the next day. He was, like, you know, we're going to fuck tomorrow. And I was, like, okay. And he was, like, you know what that means, right? And I was, like, no. <laughs> and he was, like, that means I'm going to fuck your ass. And I was, like, oh, rightio. <laughs> I was, like, my soul was ready and willing. But my body was nervous. I was, like, you know what? I've never done this before. I'm scared. And he was actually fan fantastic. He was so good and so kind. And he knew all about the tricks with um, all the lube. It was fantastic. And I had a great time. And he set the record. <laughs> I've, I think I've only had one other super hot anal experience. Nope, that's, that's a lie. Two other times. I haven't had that much anal sex, like with actual penises. But I want to. That is the, like, in the soul, the heart and soul of my slut innerness. <laughs> my inner slut <laughs> wants so badly to be an anal slut. So I'm working on that. I'm training, you know, with, the, like, an anal training kit and all kinds of things. Anyway, so that's one of my, my most favorite experiences was with somebody who was, like, all about asses and, like, knew how to fuck them. It was great. Um, so let's, let's get into bed together. Okay. Let's imagine that you're lying down next to me and we're cuddled real close and, and you, you know, pull up on the pillow and you look at me and you go, Nisi, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and you're like, tell me all about the things you do to stay safe. And I'll be like, Okay, lover. Okay, so let's go over safety. <laughs> Just a good segue. So I am really slutty, guys. Like, I'm pretty slutty. I've slowed down in my sluttitude um, in the last few years only because I kind of got into the groove of, like, wanting a relationship. And not that sluts can't have relationships. It's just, you know, it's not as becoming, right? <laughs> So I've kind of slowed down, kind of been looking for, you know, something a little bit more um, stable and serious. But within that time, I have definitely um, made sure that I um, get tested every three months, every three to four months, depending on my schedule. But like usually every three months, I make sure that I have those conversations with my new partners and old partners. I make sure that we discuss condom usage. They know that I'm on the pill. I absolutely don't ever want any children. So that's not an issue. You know, I'm always making sure that I cover my bases because I don't want to get herpes. I don't want to be unsafe or to cause that cause someone else to be unsafe, you know, and and I'm also a huge fan of like cream pies and just being able to have that bar- barrierless sex barrierless? Is that a word? I don't like barriers. I, I'm terrible at all kinds of barriers. I'm terrible at boundaries, to be honest, like all kinds. Doors, condoms, 
sweaters and jackets. Like, I'm just all bad. But, you know, like, in the sense that I don't like them, you know, but I will definitely use them if I have to. I used to be incredibly intent on using condoms um, because I have been pregnant before and it was a terrible, most horrid mistake. And, you know, to never experience that again, of course, I was like, you know what? I am absolutely going to take care of that and make sure that never happens again. So that's where I stand with those things. Um, I do also keep, you know, pretty steady rotation. I definitely want to... Like, I have men that I trust that I hook up with. I mean, I don't really have a good rotation right now, but there are men that I could call if I wanted to hook up, you know, if I wasn't looking for something specific. So, I mean, I feel like every woman has, you know, like you toss a rock, you can hit 10 men that want to fuck you, but it's different in the sense that you're not looking for quantity, you're looking for quality, right? So, because women, women have the quantity, but we want the quality of like really good people who we can trust, who can fuck us the way we want, who can help us come. Because I don't know if you know this, but 80% of women do not come from penetration. So imagine that, <laughs> you know, it just makes the whole casual sex thing different when you can find somebody who is focused on your on your sexuality and your your enjoyment as much as you're focused on them so that you know so i have a really good couple of people i can trust and talk to and sleep with and have a good time with um there's also that whole communication and trust thing i make sure that i talk to all of my um all of my future my current and future I don't know. What am I going to call them? Lovers. God, that sounds so intimate. Anyway, um, I make sure I speak to them because I want them to know where they are with me. I'm one of those those people that is like in search of constant validation. Thanks, traumatic past. Um, So I'm always, you know, looking to make sure I understand where I am in people's lives, especially if I for some godforsaken reason, become emotionally attached. There's nothing wrong with emotional attachment. I just despise it on all levels. Anyway, um, so in, in the chance that I get emotionally attached, I like everybody to understand that we are on these bases and this is what's happening. And I want them to know so that I don't unintentionally hurt anybody, even though it still happens because we all make mistakes. But, you know, I try my best to be as open and as clear as I possibly can. If I really, really like you, I'll continue to do things I do not quite want to do <laughs> because I want to keep you in my life. It's a lot. Anyway, so that's communication and trust. Um, I try to keep those things together with, you know, staying safe because you you have to have those conversations with people, especially the ones that you plan on sleeping with regularly. Just definitely have to be clear and understood about those things. Okay, now let's step into back into bed. Okay, we're all curled up again. You're like, you know, looking at me and you're like, oh, Nisi, you're so cool and so fun. But what are you like insecure about? And I'll be like, oh my God, that's such a good question. I have the confidence of an elephant queen. I'm just kidding. I mean, am I confident? Sure. Do I think like I'm confident in a few things, you know, but I still have a ton of insecurities, guys. The podcast is called Big Black Girl, Small Kink World. I am big. I am black. I am a girl. (laughs) I like, you know, a woman, whatever. I'm grown. Anyway, I 
grew up in California. So it's always been, you know, about my body and about how my body looks and compared to other people's in this, in this space. And, um, it's been a tough one. I, you know, it started out really young with my mom basically telling me that nobody was ever going to love my body. And so that's, that started at seven years old. I was on my first diet and, um, yeah, it's been a struggle ever since to learn to love my body, the roles that I have, which I conveniently call the bakery baby, um, and everything that makes me me in this in this meat sack, you know? Because like, yeah, everybody, you can mold yourself, you can you can work out, and you can change your body, but and that's fine. Like whoever does that, like that's great. Do whatever makes you happy. I just don't want to feel like I'm doing these things to make other people happy. Like if I want to go to the gym, which I do, but if I want to go to the gym, I want to do it because I want to do it. I don't want to do it because somebody's forcing me to, then it's, you know, it's not really about me. Right. And that's what it's all about. It's about loving yourself and loving the skin you're in at whatever point. And this is like, hopefully not only women are listening to this, but men too. Like, you can have stretch marks and hair in random places and, you know, a, a dad bod or a belly and you can still feel sexy and, and feel loved. Like I know personally that my attraction to men usually comes from, you know, a number of things and physical attraction as far as like, am I attracted to them, their body, their face usually comes after whether or not they make me laugh and make me feel good and and are sexy in other ways. Like, for me, it's more like, can you fuck my brain? If you can fuck my brain, then my body is yours, you know? So yeah, interesting things there. It's like, it's not all about how you physically look or feel. Well, it's all about how you feel, whether it's physical or emotional. And and sex, because of insecurities, because of the way people look at our bodies and because of that, like sex is is emotional. It's not always romantic. It's not always like, you know, I'm in love with this person. That's why I'm having sex with them. But there is a, a you know, a modicum of, uh, of trust that you have to have with these people. And that includes, you know, trusting them with your insecurities. You know, I have stretch marks. I have dimples in my ass. Uh, I'm sweaty. You know? <laughs> and these are all things that I have to hope that the person I'm about to step into the sack with isn't going to make fun of me about and isn't going to be harmful with, you know, and, and that's, you know, it's a big deal. So keep that in mind as a black woman, and we will be diving into race play and fetishization of different people and all kinds of stuff. But as a black woman, oh man, things are difficult. Like it's always been difficult in general, but man, it's tough trying to be a black woman in kink on both sides. There's black men who won't respect me because I fuck white men or because I fuck or I'm because I'm in a kink in the kink community where a lot of black people are not. A lot of black people are missing from the kink community, um, especially in the area that I'm at, you know, because um, there isn't really that there's not that many black people in this area anyway. I mean, I'm not, not, not there's, like there's none, but there's definitely more. Um, Hispanics and Asians and, uh, and and white people, you know, so that already makes it difficult. And then, and then, of course, the people that I do meet that are interested are often, you know, fetish, fetishizing me in one way or another. I mean, which is 
Yeah, it's not always bad. It really depends on what you're looking for. If I'm looking for a relationship with this person, then I would really hope that I wasn't some type of toy, you know, or, or, you know, less than a being, but a stereotype, you know, as, as fetishization would imply. Um, I'm a black chick, I'm a fat chick, but those aren't the only things that define me, you know? I'm really into comic books. I'm really into history and mythology and religion, mostly, like, because it's sac, you know, because you can make it sacrilegious, you know? Like, (laughs) but I love reading stories of cultures, and religion is a huge part of those things. Um, I'm really interested in taking care of people and helping people and all of these things and, you know, encompass who I am. And, um, hopefully the people that I involve myself with going forward will see me as more than just a piece of meat, but stepping out into the kink world, that can be very much how it, how it feels. Um, so yeah. Um, I'm doing my best to keep it light and funny, but there will be times that we're in the middle of this podcast and things might get a little, a little uncomfortable. I apologize for making anybody uncomfortable at any time, but I am speaking honestly and openly about my experiences. They may not be yours. Um, I won't mention names of the people that I'm with. Um, if the people that I've, that I've ever been with do happen to listen to this, I hope that I have, um, expressed my feelings about you clearly. I hope you understand where I'm coming from. And I hope that if you have any issues with what I'm saying, that you reach out and message me because I would hate to make anybody feel uncomfortable, um, you know, based on what my experience was with them. On this journey, there are plenty of people that I enjoy, including friends that I've made in Fet Life and on some of the closest people I've ever I've ever really felt close to. Like some of the best people in my life I've met through Fet Life and through this kink community. So there is more than just sex involved with these communities. Like, I mean, we'll we'll at some point when we get into BDSM and things like that, we'll definitely go over um, the more important rules and regulations of the BDSM community. But as a community as a whole, it's all about consent. It's all about communication and trust. It's all about safe words. It's all about making sure that people are of age. You know, like people, we, we don't like minors being involved in any kind of kink, you know, like this kind of stuff. Like we're really, a it's a community of people that are really trying to just heal in whatever way makes them feel positive. And I know that sounds weird because healing, you know, but a lot of people are drawn to kink through, you know, because of traumatic situations. Some are are drawn just to, you know, for fun. But, you know, some people are drawn to it because they have found like-minded people who have experienced similar things and they found a tribe. And we're all about taking care of each other. So... I've, I've met some of the best friends I'll ever have through this community. And I, I hope that I can sort of demystify it for some people who are interested in getting into kink or who are just, you know, just curious about the goings on, you know, behind the scenes and everything. Um, so the show, the way that it's going to work is I'm going to start every episode 
with some kink vocab or some interesting things that popped up in the news about them, anything kink related um, that I think would be interesting to discuss, you know, in real time, you know, versus what's actually going on in the community in my area and on FetLife, which is a pretty hot button, like, you know, um, basically streaming things that are happening right now, you know, um, as far as like kink news and what's new and all that. Then I will uh, go over messages that I receive. Uh, maybe I was thinking that might be fun for you guys to receive, like to read the kind of messages women get, the kind of messages black women get, you know, the kind of things that we encounter. Um, maybe at some point I'll read through my profile so you can see like what the vibe that I'm putting out. Um, I might actually do that before today is up. And then, of course, we'll do questions for sure. I want any kind of questions that you guys want to ask. I am so down to answer 100%. You know, um, I've got tricks and tips and all kinds of things we can go through, especially as a big girl. I have all these different tricks and tips about, you know, how to fuck and what comfortable, what, like how to be comfortable, how to get confident in your body and how to feel comfortable in the positions, all kinds of things that we could just go over where to find cute clothes, you know, cute tearaway lingerie. I got you, girl, you know, (laughs) or man or other. I am definitely open to all kinds of genders and sexualities and orientations. Like this is a chill, safe place. And I want everybody to feel included. Um, yeah, anything that you guys want to ask me, please send to big black girl small kink world at gmail.com. I will answer your questions. We will go over certain things. I will give you a, a tidbit of next week's episode is gonna be about race play, which I am extremely excited to discuss, not because of the topic, but because it's, it's definitely a hot button discussion. You know, I feel like a lot of black people feel uncomfortable with it. A lot of other people feel uncomfortable with it. Where do people stand? Like I've been actually surveying my friends and people I care about and, you know, other, you know, reading and researching to make sure it's a good full on thought out episode. So I'm very excited. Um, and um, yeah, so let's, you know, I've got a few minutes left here. Let's go read my profile. I will not give you my name <laughs> um, because I don't want everybody to know who I am. Um, maybe, you know, maybe we'll, we'll see. But um, as of right now, my About Me section reads as follows. It starts with lyrics. Play with my pussy, but don't play with my emotions. Now, if you're a Doja Cat fan, you know exactly where that comes from. Anyway, continuing on. Hello, I'm Sexual Chocolate. If you know where that name is from, then we're going to get along just fine. And I'm a fucking experience, to say the least. I will work tirelessly, tirelessly to satisfy your sexual needs. And all I ask in return is a hot load of cum. Okay, okay. I'd also love an orgasm or eight, but I come easily and often, so that shouldn't be difficult. I'm not only here for sex, I'd love to make friends and eventually find a worthwhile daddy dominant. But until then, let's fuck. Given that we communicate consensually and mildly enjoy each other's company. (laughs) 
Um, so I have a few little things that just pinpoint, you know, things about me. Um, I have like a list of things. It's under a section called me as a human. I have, you know, and it's like, oh, I'm sarcastic. I'm romantic. I'm an empath. I'm a cancer, you know, all that like bullshit. I like cats. And then, um, I have a side note here. It goes, side note, I am not interested in married men. If your wife isn't involved somehow, I won't be either. I've had my fair share of secretive married men and I do not need the drama. And I continue, a word to the men interested in meeting me. If I say I don't want to hook up when we first meet, that's because I don't want there to be any expectations of sexual activity if the chemistry isn't there. I don't want anyone to feel owed and let down if something doesn't happen. If the connection and chemistry are there, then who knows what will happen. I've definitely fucked on the first date when a man has been respectful of my boundaries, funny, cool, and of course turns me on. I've also absolutely not fucked because a man was too pushy, rude, or focused on only getting laid. Please don't try to push sex on our first meeting. It's a huge turnoff. And I continue. Also, keep in mind that I have two jobs and I'm incredibly busy. Also, if you don't eat pussy, please don't bother messaging me. Oh, goodness. And then I have another section called me as a slut where I go into the fact that I love dick pics and I'm a size queen. Um, I talk about my birth control. I talk about my STD testing and, um, that I cam occasionally, that I like to masturbate and that I am an avid porn watcher. And then I have a section called what I'm looking for. And it's just, you know, looking for kink friends and snuggle buddies. I'm looking for considerate play partners of all genders, um, event buddies, mentors, impact play pals, you know, all kinds of fun shit like that. Um, so yeah, that's what my FET life looks like. And that's the basis. That's where we're going to, that's our jumping off point. Okay, guys. Um, I can't wait to hear, uh, I don't know how this is working for everyone. So feel free to drop me a line.